0: and welcome to Weather Geeks. I'm Dr. Marshall Shepherd from the University of Georgia and it's an honor and pleasure to have a good friend of mine and colleague. He's the best weatherman ever and the reason I say that will become obvious to you later there's a viral video that explains that more Alan Seals from the CBS affiliate in Mobile thank you uh, thank you for joining us
1: Oh, thank you maybe best weatherman ever but I still take out the trash
0: you know, this is, uh, <laughs> and he's being humble he's really good he's a uh, has degrees from Cornell University Florida State University mm-hmm.
1: He's done a lot of things and we're gonna just tell us a little bit about what got you into weather same thing that gets everyone into weather. it is a natural fascination as to why things happen for me as a little kid growing up in the north outside of New York uh, being outside in the snow and seeing lightning and hearing thunder it amazed me scared me a little bit but it made me want to figure out how it was possible got a little older and I was in the middle of a a summer thunderstorm and ice fell from the sky and I was like how could you have ice falling when it's 85 degrees and all those things just sort of simmered with me all the way through high school And then I realized when it was time to apply for college that if I could do something that other people can't do, that other people need, and I could be good at it, I could have a job. And that's where meteorology and TV sort of came together. Now rumor
0: has it, I heard Lil' Birdie told me you wanted to be a musician at one point.
1: Tell us about that. So I played trumpet, third grade through high school. I was in the marching band, the uh, concert choir, the brass choir, and I loved it, but I was no good at it. And fortunately, I figured that out when I was in 10th and 11th grade. I I was actually a good musician. I understood music theory. I could write and compose, but I could never perform well. So I knew I couldn't make a living at it. And that's where I started really thinking of using my skills as a kind of a natural performer, a natural ham. Um, To me, the music, much like weather, it's improvising. You, You take fundamental things, you build something new out of it, and you get these cycles over and over. And that's sort of what pushed me back into meteorology.
0: Now Alan's a 10-time Emmy winner, so that tells you about how good he is. You were in a top three market. You were in Chicago yeah. for a while, WGN. Many people may be familiar with it because it's a super station. Mm-hmm. Tell us about what it's like in a big market like that mm-hmm. and contrast that with smaller
1: markets. It's it's a green wall and a weather computer. <laughs> okay. Small market, medium market, large market. So what, what's really fascinating about what I do as a broadcaster is the market size has nothing to do with what I do on a daily basis. It's not until you go out in the public or take the time to get through traffic to where you're going, that it really hits you what your market size is. Oh, there is one other thing, Uh, salary. (laughs) That's right, let's bring that up. Which which, uh, the market size pretty much controls the range of your salary. The more people are watching, the more money you could make, if you're good at it and you stay there long enough.
0: And that's that's good for you students out there watching because you often start in smaller markets and will move your way to progressively larger markets. Right Now you've been in Mobile, yeah. uh, the WKRG
1: TV, 19 years. Coming up on 19 years. Tell us
0: about what it's like to be in the same market for a long time. Do you establish a rapport with the viewership? You,
1: it, it's actually, boy, it's rewarding, it's fun, uh, I just uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got an email from a lady who said, you may not remember me, but I emailed you 15 years ago and asked you a question and you answered it. And Pete, that's to me the greatest thing is when people remember that you did something small to help them personally, something to help all the viewers every night and then for me and my tenure in Mobile, Hurricane Ivan and Hurricane Katrina were the two big things that really brought the whole community together. And I was just
0: gonna ask you about that. I was gonna, in, in your career, which has been illustrious and spanning several years, is there an event that weather event that you've covered that just really is like the event for you that it, stands out? It,
1: it would be Katrina and Ivan, and part of it is because it was a meteorology, a meteorological event, but it was a societal event right. because every single person was impacted regardless of where they live, their income and so forth. Uh, for me as a meteorologist, it was fascinating that I used everything I had ever learned, uh, either directly or indirectly, as a communicator, as a meteorologist, uh, as, a, as a neighbor, to communicate to people and talk to them and let them know what was going on.
0: Yeah, now, speaking of events, the 2017 hurricane season was quite dramatic and traumatic, as we know, and Alan, Actually, there was a video of you that went viral out on Reddit, a social media site that talked right. about you as the best meteorologist ever because of the way you covered that event. Mm-hmm.
1: Tell us about that particular video yeah. and why you think it went viral. Well, first I chuckled because normally when you say a video went viral, you assume it's cats or puppies <laughs> or right. something blowing up or, or something bad happening to someone. Right. Uh, for me, it was fascinating, and I still. I kind of removed myself because I was doing my job. I did what I do whenever there's a a tropical storm or hurricane of big interest. I actually did separate forecasts just for the internet. So in addition to my normal job, I I did those and posted them. And typically those might get a few thousand views and one of the five I did that week, I went to bed that night and it had maybe 30,000 views and I was thinking, oh, that's That's really a lot. (laughs) And I woke up the next morning, I got an email from one of my coworkers saying, did you know you're the best weatherman ever? (laughs) I had two answers, but the answer I I gave was, uh, what are you talking about? And he said, Reddit. And my next question answer was, what's Reddit? What is Reddit? And I'm big on social media, but I'm not as familiar with Reddit myself. Right, so uh, Reddit is another social media platform, uh, just like Facebook, just like many of the others where people share. And someone saw one of my uh, videos on YouTube. I believe he lived overseas and he made such a big deal about it on Reddit that tens of thousands of other people went to look at it. And by the end of that day, it was up to about 3 million oh, views wow. and a month later it's 5 million views. So it, it's... Well, I took a
0: look <laughs> at it, Alan, and it's you doing what you do. I mean, you're, you're good at yeah. what you do, but I mean, tell us a little bit about why you think your approach resonates with people.
1: I'd I'd like to think it's because I do what I've always done, which is try to be straightforward, uh, to the point. I try to teach wherever I can. Uh, In that particular video, I didn't try to be funny. My normal makeup is to be funny, but it was such a serious event. It was a serious event. I I, I wanted to make sure people knew every single thing that they were hearing somewhere else so they could understand what that word meant or what that cone meant or what that model meant, so that way there's less confusion and more, more, uh, more preparation and more understanding that it's a big storm, but not every part of that big storm was, was, was a disaster, just parts of it. You are
0: making history. Uh, the National Weather Association, one of the major mm-hmm. professional societies in our field, you just recently were elected by the organization as its president, yeah. but as
1: along with that, you're the first African-American president.
0: Tell us about what that makes you feel and why that's important or significant.
1: Well, I, I have to start it by saying we're making black history right now. Almost everything I do in my profession and even you and yours within meteorology is black history. And not, not in a way of, hey, look at me, but sure. in a way of, hey, look at where we are as, sure. a, as a profession. So I'm more proud of the National Weather Association that they did elect their first black president, that sure. the members realized that there was this guy who happened to be pretty good at, at what he does Absolutely. and respected and and a true longtime supporter of the organization, which is me, by oh, the way. You've been a hard supporter. Uh, um, and, and they asked me to run and I accepted the, the run and I was elected. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where I don't even think of it in terms of myself as in, this is me. It's more like, here's the organization. Now, let's start bringing in more people so that we don't have to keep saying, hey, we just made history today. Sure, exactly,
0: <laughs> and that's, that's how I felt during my years as AMS. Now, shout out to all the National Weather Association mm-hmm. members out there and the council and, and Janice Bunning and all those good folks. Yes, Tell us a
1: little bit about what your goals are as president of NWA. So my, my goal, it's it's my meeting theme for this year, diversity. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all about what me, we as meteorologists call ensembles. Mm-hmm. When you take a bunch of different computer models, you average them out and you get a really good forecast versus just saying, well, this model's right. We're not going to listen to these models right. over here. So, but truly diversity, race, gender, uh, sector within meteorology, right. you have academic, uh, private industry, military, right. uh, government, uh, age, uh, all the things that we think of traditionally as what define us as, what how we define each other as people and all the things that professionally uh, define us as professionals. Mm-hmm. So bring it all together. We're going to get, get a better product, a stronger organization. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate it
0: that you mentioned that diversity is not necessarily all, always just about racial or right. multicultural diversity. You're right. Uh, it's uh, age and, and, and geographic diversity. Is, it's very
1: important. Talk to us a little bit about some of your mentors. This basic mentors, my mother and my father, my brothers, my baseball coach, my preacher, my teachers, guidance counselors, all the people that you would expect play a role in a young person's life. Uh, My professional mentors or role models for uh, being a good broadcaster, uh, Richard Pryor and George Carlin. Richard Pryor and George Carlin. So how how and why? Okay, well, number number one, they were both funny, but they both could tell a riveting story. Now, yes, they use language that we can't use on Weather Geeks and not that I would even (laughs) try, but just the fact that they could use language Creative language to tell a story where you want to sit there and hear the whole thing, right. and then you can sit back and repeat it 30 years later. That's what I wanted to do as a communicator: is be able to tell a weather story um, with a little fun and humor and make people want to listen and remember what I said. Right. You've got these weather myths, bad weather phrases that just drive you crazy, I guess, or well, they do. pet peeves. Yeah, they right. do because we as meteorologists, often when we talk to the public, we're really speaking to ourselves or each other, not realizing the average person doesn't understand what we're saying. Well, let's just go through a few of them. Okay. The first one, departure from normal. Why, why does that one bother you? It, well, it bothers me because normal to a typical person means Average or what you expect, but departure is that like you're leaving someplace, going somewhere else. <laughs> um, it, it's really saying are you warmer or colder, or wetter or drier. Right, right. Just say uh, it in English. You now, you, I mean, if you watch uh, many stations, you'll hear meteorologists <laughs> often use the term piece of energy. Piece of energy, boy, and that's a—it's actually a tough concept to talk about spin in the atmosphere, which meteorologists call vorticity. Right. And we learn it as energy, mm-hmm. but piece of energy could have um, some connotations in some communities that we can't talk about. And I've, I've written in uh, Forbes on that very one as well. That's one that drives me a little crazy as well. Mm-hmm. All right, now this one surprised me a little bit. What's wrong with barometric pressure? Oh, it, that's simple. Uh, it is, there's only one kind of pressure. It's measured with a barometer. <laughs> with a barometer. Like, it's like thermometric
0: temperature. Sure. So it's, it's a weather cliche. Right, it's kind of like saying thermometer temperature or something, yeah. or thermo-
1: that's a good point. Radar echoes. Okay, so again, the average person doesn't understand the radar sees something, the object sends a signal back, it bounces back, which in the old days we called an echo. Uh, submarines, you can hear the echo, the sound bouncing off the bottom of the, the ocean, but they don't know what it is. It's just, it's the rain or it's the snow. Right. It's not an echo. Exa- good point, <laughs> exactly. Front, I think I know why the, pro- <laughs> with the
0: problem. Frontal oh, boundary. Here we go. Frontal boundary.
1: So the definition of a front starts off with the word boundary, boundary. sure so, <laughs> so it's, it's redundant. Kind
0: of re- redundant that's correct uh, it's sort of like um, excessive flooding or whatnot or excessive downpour heavy or, downpour. or
1: dangerous lightning. dangerous lightning, <laughs> <laughs> lightning. Duh, yes exactly right all right last one the weather outside it sounds wonderful it's a beautiful it's lyric <laughs> from a song but yeah it's like the clouds above it's <laughs> we, we hear ourselves saying it so often we don't realize that it's just an extra word right
0: so I mean, we're having a little fun with this, but Mm -hmm. I think there's actually some importance behind it, too. Why is it so important how meteorologists choose their wording?
1: Well, number one, on the average day, weather, calm, smooth, no problem. But tornado, winter storm, lightning, flash flood, hurricane, it's life or death. And you truly have to be really precise so that people understand what you're saying and and don't misinterpret it.
0: Now, look, you've, you've... won tons of Emmys. I mean, I think generally you're respected among your viewers and amongst your colleagues. Mm-hmm. I think I, I can safely say that. I know you well. Thank you. What would be a good piece of advice you would give as one of the top meteorologists in our field mm-hmm. for an aspiring on camera meteorologist?
1: Uh, oh boy, for on camera, unlike uh, research, thick skin, number one. You've got to be really comfortable with yourself, be happy with who you are, but also you've got to have that background. You've got to know your stuff. Period. Simple as that. And for as much as I learned in my formal education, I've learned so much more after that at AMS conferences, NWA conferences, reading books, (laughs) going online, all sorts of stuff out there. If there's one
0: thing in 30 seconds, not a lot of time, that you could change or add to your meteorologist portfolio or what you do, what would that be? would you, what do
1: you say is that Less work.
0: Less work because you're doing more right in <laughs> right, TV. With that's right. And...
1: TV used to be just TV. Now it's TV, internet, social media, radio uh, visits, you name it. It's fun. I love it. But at some point you start getting diminishing returns from the uh, increasing output.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a trend in the field. And that's where we have to end it today. Alan, thank you so much Back for joining in. us. Thank you always for joining us on Weather Geeks. See you next week on Weather Geeks.